Hey, audience, this is Diana. I am coming to you on a Monday. I'm going to chat with you a little bit about why it's so important to plan a little getaway or something away from your home, a little downtime away from your home, whether it's extravagant and it earns you a lot of points on your credit card or whether it is simple and small and it's a tent out in the woods. Um, a little bit of time away from your house can really have some very large and abundant and widespread benefits that, you know, you could really reset yourself for six months or, you know, I, I was telling Thomas, I'm like, I think we should do this quarterly because once a quarter to just have like a long weekend away to sort of reset, regroup is, it's a big deal. So that's what I'm talking about today. And I hope that this is a, a big benefit. I hope it's something that maybe spurs you to think about finding a little VRBO up in the mountains or someplace with the view of the lake or something like that and getting away to rejuvenate and regroup. So we happened to uh, bid on a place in Big Bear and it we didn't, I, I think we were drinking at the time, but we didn't know how big the place was. It was not big enough for a family of seven. It's only a little two-room place, it was a little cabin, and Big Bear for us is about two and a half hours away, so it was a really simple, easy drive, and it was three nights. So we opted because we actually got pressed by the people that own it because we got it. We, we won this like 18 months ago and never used it, and they were like, use it or lose it. So we went up there. It was not snowy, so it was not a complicated like, oh, bring your ski stuff or rent your ski stuff, or we didn't feel obligated to go do anything on the mountain. We just went there with no expectations at all. They had a hot tub. They had a little clubhouse in the back that Lincoln played with. And it wasn't big enough for all seven of us. And it wasn't a good time for our big kids to take off school or, or work. So we just left them here and they got a break from us and we got a break from them. And immediately like packing up just a little capsule, you know, sweats and PJs and a little bit of food and just the things that we would need immediately like my stress level and I don't have a super stressful life but I could just feel like everything kind of going down a notch and just taking the time to gaze out the window on the way there taking some different views and just feeling like I was taking a breath something was climbing off my shoulders you know the the all the things the obligations the the duties that we have at home they just were put on pods because I when I'm at home although I love my home I'm totally a homebody if I am not, if I don't have something that I have to do, then I'm taking care of my plants or I'm taking care of my kids or I'm cleaning out the fridge or I'm running the laundry. Same as you. There's just stuff at home that calls to us, you know, that we see with our eye and that we're, okay, I got to get that done or, oh yeah, that's been on my list or, oh yeah, I got to clean that drawer out. And, you know, we went to this place and it was just kind of like a simple little you know, place with a kitchenette and a couch and a TV. And we watched a movie and we went in the hot tub every day and we walked around in the neighborhood and did little scavenger hunts for pine cones. And the elevation, actually the elevation was not great um, for me. Like I felt a little dizzy again, but we went to dinner. We just had a very simple existence for what would that be? 72 hours. 
I brought four different paintings that hadn't been finished. And so I just doodled on my paintings when, um, you know, Thomas and Lincoln were busy doing something else. We brought her Lego box. She played Legos. We went to bed early. We just had some down time. And the other thing that was like amazing about it is we had zero expectations. Like literally there's a zoo there. It took us about an hour to walk through. It's like a little rescue zoo. It's got a few bears in there, a few foxes. And we just sort of like bumbled through that. The only other thing we did was I forgot my toothbrush and I forgot Lincoln's toothbrush. So we walked or we, I had to drive to a Walgreens. That's it. And I actually, if you would have asked me, I would not have imagined how relaxing nothing would be. I just, just to have nobody that wanted to have a conversation with me, nobody that needed anything, nobody that seemed like they were down and they were on the couch and their phone and they needed to be encouraged. There was nothing. And it was so nice for me just to have a break. One of the things that I realized after we were there and it was happening to us was that we don't always leave space for these sort of like blue sky dreamy. Um, I, sometimes I call them rainbow conversations. Like it's not something that you can schedule. Like, okay, we're going to sit down at dinner at 6, uh, 15 and talk about, um, this big dream that we have and how we're going to, uh, like imagine what our lives are going to be like in five years. Some of that stuff just happens on the front porch, the dusty front porch in a rickety rocking chair while you're sipping coffee and there's nothing else to think about. And it's almost like if you imagine your brain as like a river that gets kind of like there's garbage and debris and stuff and wood that gets like all backed up, you need you need time and space to like clear that out and then let the river, the idea is the ideas are the river start flowing again. If you don't do that regularly and sort of clear that out, you end up missing out on these great conversations, these uh, pivoting conversations, these conversations where you're like, yeah, we've been talking about RV for a while, or we've been talking about um, uh, looking into buying a second home for a while. We've been talking about, you know, it's just the dreaming stuff. And, you know, life, good stuff in life, you know, starts as dreams and imagining where you could be in a year or what life would be like in five years. And without dreaming, it's hard to set goals. And without goals, it's hard to achieve things and have direction in your life. So I think it is, I know it's really important for us. And sometimes we sort of put that aside and let the day-to-day, the mundane, the like, okay, what's for dinner tonight? We have soccer practice tonight. Uh, Where are her shin guards for tonight kind of thing? Who's going to switch the laundry over? All that sort of like blocks up those, you know, the, the present day life blocks up what the future ideas, dreams, goals, aspirations are for the future. And so we had a lot of those conversations, which felt really good. It makes me feel like I'm living like my best life. Not that we're actually achieving those things or that we have every toy we'd ever imagine or, um, you know, you know, every, we are living exactly the life that we dream, but that we have time to dream it feels very abundant to me, very wide open to me. And I love that feeling. So I definitely did not get that feeling on our trip to Hawaii. We did a big family trip to Hawaii, which was fun, uh, rejuvenating. It was a great family time, but it wasn't 
like wide open mental space time. It wasn't like journaling time or peaceful time. It was like, okay, where can we find a restaurant that nine of us can eat at? Cause my parents are with us. It was, you know, sometimes a little bit stressful, um, making sure that all five of my kids were enjoying themselves and that we were getting the most out of this very expensive vacation and kind of squeezing the most time out of it, but it wasn't wide open, relaxing time. And so there's a difference between those kind of two times away. Um, and I don't think, I don't think you have to spend a lot of money to get that wide open time. I just think you have to set the time aside. I think you have to both be willing to set the time aside to do it. Um, you and a partner or you yourself set the time aside. The only other thing I wanted to mention about this was that I think that there's a certain amount of guilt that goes along with taking time for yourself. So whether you're going and doing this by yourself, you're you're going and doing this with a partner, um, we took one, we took our little kid, our six-year-old with us because we definitely could get some downtime when she's watching an iPad or something like that. Or even she's busy playing in a clubhouse and I'm sitting out, you know, it's, it's much more relaxing than it would have been with four other teenagers there as well. But whoever you're doing with this with, there is a level of guilt to what you're leaving behind, whether it's your work, um, your home, your parents, your other children, whatever it is. But I think that they're also is something to be said for sacrificing that time with them so that you can come back and be a better parent so that you can come back and have uh, this sort of like wide open feeling about kind of like an expansive feeling about your parenting it kind of I came back and was able to hug my big kids a little bit harder and want to hear what's going on with them a little bit more it's a form of self-care that although it can feel like at the time, like maybe even a little bit selfish to do, it really benefited all of us. You know, we came back and we were much more relaxed. And uh, I don't know, it's sort of like, I almost felt like it sent this like, message to my brain to just relax, to just take it down a notch, to count my blessings to get in a more grateful place. And as much as I try to do that, I have a gratitude practice. I wake up usually and I really kind of go through the things I'm grateful for and it really helps me be a better version of myself. I do feel like just getting away and, you know, realizing how much I really love my kitchen cabinets at home versus where I was at, or I love my comfortable couch versus where I was at, or, you know, I'm glad I don't live in the mountains because the altitude was not real great for my balance issues. Um, my kid got sick on the ride back down the hill. So there were some negative aspects to it too that made me even more grateful for my own home. But I just was very, I was very reflective um, about why this little like kind of like simple VRBO, uh, it wasn't very far to get there. It didn't take a lot of effort. I didn't bring any fancy clothes. I brought sweats and PJs. Why did this seem like it was such a relaxing 72 hours versus Hawaii, which was you have to get on a plane and you have to get to the airport and you have to go through, you know, all these major, you know, steps to get nine people into a hotel and then getting people fed every day. Why was one vacation so much more relaxing than the other? And I think less people and just less obligations, less stuff to do, less pressure, um, and less expectations. There was no expectation on this vacation, you know? So anyway, I just wanted to talk about, 
Uh, and I thought maybe by talking about this, it might inspire you to think about like what little weekend getaway or two day retreat could you plan somewhere um, that wasn't too hard on the the pocketbook, it wasn't too hard on your wallet, but um, it might be really beneficial to what goes on with you in the future. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed and I'll talk to you next week. 